Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Corridor of Uncertainty podcast. I am Luke, and as always, I am joined by Ben. Hello! And as we have been for the last couple of weeks, it's World Cup fever. And today, as the group stages have finished bar one group, um, which may begin as we over the course of this podcast, we thought it would be fun to make our team of the group stage. And there's been plenty of surprises and we will talk about those, I'm sure, as we go through that. We'll also make our predictions for all of the uh, round of 16 games, which I'm excited for. Yeah, uh, bizarre and, ones. Yeah, and talk about some of our disappointments and maybe surprises from the tournament so far. But first, Ben, I thought we'd, uh, I'd create a little graph over the course of the next few weeks. Oh. Um, and I'm going to have to take you back. Um, what I'm going to do is on a scale of one to it's coming home, how it's coming home are you? And I want to see how your emotions are changing over the course of the World Cup. So I'm going to have to take you back to pre, um, pre-tournament, um, if, if I can, if you will. Um, and I say on a scale of one to it's coming home, one to ten, that is, how it's Ooh. coming home were you? pre-tournament i think i think five's a good shout for then five then okay so then i was feeling that then then we smashed we destroyed we dismantled iran what were you then yeah we did dismantle. uh still about five but i think you've got to go six after that sort of performance and then yeah we were put to sleep both we were together actually mm, we were um and it was a struggle to stay awake. How how were you after that? We did that did that take a dip after that? I mean, I was a bit like after that performance, it wasn't really that bad. And I think seeing how we got on at the, the last Euros and did pretty much the same thing. Yeah. As in we drew to Scotland. I wasn't too fussed after it. It was like like USA had that many good chances themselves. Which is fine because you know that England will always score goals. So I just keep it at a six, I'd say. Sticking it at a six. And then again, we destroyed the Welsh heading into this Senegal game. Are you still at a six or are you get, getting like maybe we could? Yeah, because you've I'll seen stay some at a six. Even though you've seen the likes of Germany and uh, a, a lot of the teams knocked out. So you're staying. You're, you've been pretty steady on the it's coming home scale so far. Yeah, I, I I don't really think it matters who's left in the tournament, really. As in, like, you've lost a few big names. Because realistically, beforehand, Belgium, nobody was really hyping up to be as good as... You know, they've been... It's not as big a shock, I don't think, because nobody really saw them winning the tournament. Yeah. Um, it's not like it's a... It's not like it's Brazil or Argentina who've gone out. And, you know, what can you say? These teams is have earned their places where they are now, so... Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's... You know, you can't, you can't doubt them. Okay, all right, then. We'll get into our team of the group stage, and I'm sorry to Brazil and uh, the, the rest of that group, because it's unlikely that many of their players are going to make it. Um, although Brazil are likely to make 500 changes for tonight's game, so shouldn't affect things too yeah. much. It's, it's in more... their liner. I, ha- I haven't, actually. Um, but Would I want me to have... tell you, or oh, I can have, I can have a quick. Oh, I have seen it now. Um, so it is pretty much all changed. It's still pretty sick. It's still pretty outrageous. So it's more for the the Cameroon, 
um, and the other guys in those group, if they have a really good final game, they could have worn their way in. But they're not going to, unfortunately. No, that Brazil team's definitely still stronger than the majority of other teams, and it's the reserve team. So. Yeah, that is outrageous. Um, do you have a manager, first off, off the bat? Or, or oh, I didn't I put a manager in, that but uh, I will come back to the manager, if that's all right. Yeah, that's fine. We'll start in the sticks. I personally have gone for the polling goal, Wojciech Szczesny. Yeah, I've gone for Szczesny as well. Um, I don't think there's much to debate here. No keepers have really been overly incredible, I'd say. Yeah, there's uh, been a few outrageous saves. I think at like I think in Saudi Arabia, the first game that was great. Yeah. Um, and a few and like I think crazy as well. You can't you can't knock an, a choa from Mexico. Yeah. But he hasn't gone through, and Chesney's played a massive part in why Poland have gone yeah. through. Pretty much the like you think if he didn't save that mess up messy penalty, it could have been three 0 and that would have been enough. I mean, I watched that game, and it was the worst, most uninspiring performance to get through a group that I've ever seen. Because when it got to two 0 they were stuck. They couldn't attack because they knew they'd leave themselves open, but they couldn't tackle yeah. either because they'd get a yellow. They were literally stuck and they couldn't do anything. Mm. And Argentina had chances. It was such a bad performance from Poland, but somehow it was enough. And yeah, that was a weird, weird one. Yeah, proper, proper, just poor in general, I'd say. Yeah, but they're through. So that's all that matters, they're I guess. Um, okay, right back then. Who have you got there? Well, this is probably the toughest position, I'd say. As in, I've genuinely got absolutely no idea who to put. So I just thought somebody who I've been quite impressed with from what I've watched so far, I have gone for Azpilicueta. Okay. Nice. We'll see. I've gone for Hakimi. I think he's a a solid option. He's been solid for... He's not been unbelievable, but he's certainly an important player for Morocco who are one of the surprises of the tournament. Um, mm. unfortunately for me, because it means Elias Chair's probably going to be staying there for a bit longer. Um, they've got... Who have they got? He'll love that. He'll be he'll, up before it. that. They've got to play Spain next, which we need... And also, Morocco have been, like, like good. Like, it's not like... There's some surprises we've seen that are, like... I mean, like the Japan one, for instance. It's like, they're not... They weren't necessarily deserving of the victories, but Morocco against Belgium was solid, and, and Canada and... Well, Canada mm. in the second half, and they've they've just been a great addition to this World Cup. Yeah, they have. It's been really pleasant to see. It's, it's like going into it. There's already Asian teams and African teams in it, and obviously European teams have taken up most of the places by now. Yeah. But it's proper odd, I think. Yeah, even got an uh, Ocean the Oceanian. That's definitely not. Yeah. Oh, go on, Australia. That's a massive shock. Yeah. So talking about Australia, I've actually got an Australian centre back as part of my pairing. I've gone for oh, you got? Sutar of Stoke City. Um. Oh. I mean, I mean, I know they got battered by France, but they didn't get then did keep back to back clean sheets, and he's a big part of that. Um. And he's been out for like six months injured as well, and he's come straight into the World Cup into centre-back and two clean sheets and two crucial games. I think it's their it's like their first clean sheet in like four World Cups or something stupid like that. The first ever time they've got back-to-back clean sheets or something. It's something crazy. Like crazy. I mean, it shows yeah. how bad previous World Cups have been for them, but he's done a great job. So he's yeah. my first centre-back. I don't know about you. 
I've gone for Gavardial. He is it. He's my second centre back. So yeah, yeah, he's been pretty nuts. I've gone for him and Rodri. Yeah, all right. Fair it was play. between Rodri and Maguire. Yeah, I, I did almost have Maguire, but I, I wanted some Aussie Aussie representation in the side. Fair enough. You can't argue with that. Um, to be honest, maybe I should go for Maguire over Rodri, but I think Rodri's played pretty well, and I think Enrique's probably made a really good decision in keeping him in the team. Yes, is it centre back, but in that death group, yeah, um, he's played quite well. I'd say it was weird how Spain set up yesterday. I thought very, very peculiar. Yeah, the team they put out, but you know they're through. Yeah, and they've and they've also probably ended up on. Don't know both sides of the of the tree are pretty strong, but I mean, yeah, it was even Morocco or Croatia for this game, and then it would and then after that probably Brazil or Portugal. So Portugal is mm. where it will be for them on this side. Um, left back then got my first Brazilian, possibly my only Brazilian. I've gone for Alexandro. Ooh. I've gone for Jordi Alba. A lot of Spaniards inside early doors. Yeah, yeah. There's a, yeah, there's a few Spaniards actually. Um, I don't really know why. I also I, I didn't mention it a minute ago, but Zivkovic for Serbia was yeah. the guy right back, but they did let five goals in in two games, which is a bit yeah. poor. So a bit of a problem. I didn't didn't put him in. Yeah, I mean, Sandro's one for me that I wasn't, ex- like, I think we said before the tournament, I worry about f- Brazil's fullbacks. I still think that's a weakness. I still don't think they've been yeah. properly tested, but so far, he's passed the tests. Today, they've put Danny Alves in, so that'll be yeah, interesting. That will be. See and Alex Tellez. Into midfield, I then. I feel which... like this could be the only game we see from Danny Alves. Is yeah, I, I imagine so. Not um, to knocked out, but they'll just keep him in just for... Old time Midfield yes. then, which was the hardest part for me, it was just jam packed. It is jam packed. Yeah. What um, formation have you gone for? I've gone for a four-three-three to get those midfielders in. Right. And one of them is I've like four-two-three-one. Yeah, that yeah. Seems like what every um, bloody team under the sun's been playing I've, this tournament. Realistically, I've just put any midfielder. I, like I could have pretty much put three number tens in my midfield. I, I wasn't really too fussed. Um, Fair. So. I have gone for Casemiro. Yeah, I've got Casemiro. Crucial goal and a good performance in the first game as well. Then yeah, I've got... against Serbia, their midfield was pretty... Serbia just Strong. set out their midfield to just control the game. Yeah, And Casemiro was next to Paqueta, who didn't play very well at all. So I think he's just, he's just doing his thing, really. You know, class is permanent. I agree. Um... Then I've got Bruno Fernandes, who I think has been a, the the shining light for Portugal. Yeah. And then I've got Antoine Griezmann. Right. Um, because I mean he's playing as a number ten. There's no there's no doubt that he's not he's not playing in the attacking three because if there's Giroud and Mbappe and Dembele, so in that case it's definitely midfielder. Mm. And I think he's probably been one of the players of the tournament so far, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so. Massive turnaround for him. Fair yeah. play. Um, I've gone for Gavi next to Casemiro. Okay. Been very impressed with Gavi. Um, he ran the show the other day against Costa Rica. 
yeah. in the seven nil spanking, scored a pretty go- nice goal, and I was relatively impressed with him, especially in the first half yesterday against uh, Japan. Yeah, they just going to lose it. And so, who's your yeah. who's your who's in your number ten? My number ten is Griezmann. Nice. Actually, However, I really think that Mohamed Kudus deserves a shout there. Yeah, the I did, have, did have him as an option. Also, I had Tyler Adams. I wanted to get him in. I wanted to get uh, Amrabat from mm. Morocco in as well. I think he's been solid, but I just couldn't get him in. And Kovacic as well was a good shout. Yeah. So that Croatian midfield's been disgraceful, as in disgracefully good. Yeah. Um. Okay, then the front three. I'm going to start yes, off sir. with Lionel Messi. Now, Ooh. I've got him in, but Ooh. I don't think he's been as good as everybody is suggesting he is, to be honest. I think no. Argentina overall have been poor. I think there was the, who it was against Poland. He had an okay game for his standards mm-hmm. and there was a, like there was so many highlight reels about uh, and even on just BBC watching after the game um like when they do their player analysis there was so there was like highlights of him going on a run and just completely miskicking the ball was two of the highlights and they were they were lording over mm-hmm. it i don't think if messi puts in that performance if that's not Messi, then we're not talking about it. So, yes, he's been good and he has obviously been crucial to Argentina getting through this group, which should have been a given, but I don't think he's been that good. Yeah. No. Yeah, is I agree. Um, I haven't even bothered putting him in my team now. Fair enough. I just, I just, um, not that he's played badly, like you say, but he's just not been as good as others, I don't think. Um, mm. He's probably been, well, no, he has been the brightest spark for Argentina, but like you say, he played Subpar against Argent uh, against Poland, and he was poor in the first half against Mexico. So half the game time he's been on the pitch, he's been poor in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And the other game they lost. So what can you say? But at the same time, he scored two goals. So what can you say again? Yeah, and the goals that got them through ultimately. Well, the goal, one of yeah. the goals that got them through. Okay, so who is who is yeah, in your front three then? My front three on the right wing, I put Bruno Fernandez because I'm fairly okay. certain he's been playing off the right attacking mid position. Okay, so I put him in, right. and then my left forward is Gakpo, Cody Gakpo. Nice, I've got Holland. him. As, I've got him as well. He's been pretty impressive in a, again another relatively, um, competitive group. I thought he was really good. Yeah, I think Netherlands were kind of like underwhelming, but they just kind of did it. They just like just did the job, but they didn't pull up any trees. But they just no one's really talking about them. They've and I'm not really sure what to expect. To be honest. I don't know if they're underrated or overrated so far. Yeah, I think he's going to be the player in my bold predictions. I said somebody's going to get transferred somewhere for eighty-five mil plus. Yeah. I think we could see him on the move in January. The other one you mentioned, well, um, is Gradio as well. On that, he could. Yeah, go through. I'm him. not sure if he'll hit he, that height, but he definitely could be a a big money move. Yeah, or even Kudus, maybe not for so much money, but yeah, I think he could be off as well. Those are the three to watch, I'd say, in terms of transfers after this. Yeah, World Cup. Um, 
so yeah, so that's my my attacking midfield, and then my striker is Alvaro Morata. Unbelievable! So a lot of Spaniards in your team. Yeah, half they didn't the top the Spanish. group. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. While you uh, think of a think of a manager, I'll tell you the rest of my attacking force. Um, so I've gone for Gakpo like you. I did did lean on Messi, and I've also gone for Doan. I think it is from Japan. Now oh, he yeah. he came on in the first game against who was the first game against Germany? Germany and scored. So you can't argue with that. Then he played the second game. And didn't really play very well. Well, not didn't pull up any trees as Japan lost terribly to um, Costa Rica. Costa Rica, yeah. but then he got dropped and he comes on against Spain. He scores again. So you mm. know, <laughs> what can you say to that? He's an absolute super serve of, of a man off off the bench to score the goals against Japan and Germany. The two wins that they got. Two and without those goals, Japan are bottom of the group. So I've, I've got, got to put him in. Yeah, you can't not really. So well, Japan yeah. have been. Although, what's the thoughts on Japan ball going out of play? It's not out. It's nowhere near out. Well, it is. It is close. It's very nearly out. It, it's very nearly out, but it's not out. So that's the that's the whole point. I don't. I don't think if that goes if. If they do what they did and then the ref blows for, oh, that's out, nobody on the pitch complains and then that we don't see any more of it. Yeah, but it isn't out. Like, it's just not out. <laughs> so. It's just very confusing. I mean, like you say, I'm not going to say, well, you can't say anything because the ref's not giving it. And there is proof to suggest it's not out, but bloody hell was that close. Yeah. That's that's all that matters. Um, so, manager time. I've gone for a man. I'll be honest. I had to Google his name. Oh. Um. His name is Radragui. Uh, I'm going to go for. Definitely not how you pronounce it. But he's the Moroccan. Oh, I know this guy. Moroccan. Morocco, yeah. So I think he, in terms of teams that surprised us the most, they're unbeaten. They've had, I don't even know. They've conceded, what, one goal maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Um, They beat Belgium convincingly uh, uh, drew with Croatia who we've been saying a, a solid side and I've just been I've just been impressed so he's my mm, manager of the group knock it. I've gone for Cheech okay. or if you're a commentator on BBC Sport Cheeche who is the Brazilian manager Yeah, I think he's set up completely well and again all that we've been really waiting for for Brazil is just for them to score. There's not really been any defensive worries. Which yeah, yeah I don't think Alisson's made a save, that. has he? If, if I'm correct. Alisson's touched the ball about eight times over the tournament. Yeah. And Alisson also was a shout for goalkeeper of the tournament so far. He's doing pretty sick. Yeah, so that's that's it then. Surprisingly, you would maybe say no English Englishman in the whole of the side I mean there's a couple that get close Saka probably gets close yeah Saka was tough um, because he didn't play the game where we were good against Wales he did he did have a really good first game but then he unfortunately had to endure the 90 minutes that we played against the USA 
you watched the uh, Wales game the other day. We haven't really done a podcast on this. Yeah. What were your thoughts from that? Um, Wales are dreadful was the biggest thing I took from that. That is a big thought, but there's a lot of uproar at half time because we obviously went in at half time nil nil. Yeah. And a lot of people were getting a bit worried, and I thought, well, bloody hell, guys, calm down. And and I obviously went on to win three nil. But there's a lot of people calling for Henderson's head. And I, I know I'm a Liverpool fan, but I did think that was slightly unfair. I thought he was having a good game. And I think there was a bit of a difference in between the USA game where if anyone looked like they were going to win, it would have been USA. Not because they had good chances, but England were getting nowhere attacking-wise, I yeah. thought. But for Wales, we had good chances. And Henderson just was supporting Rice a bit more, I thought, in that midfield because Bellingham didn't do it against... Um, USA. he didn't do it against USA it was Rice running the midfield on his own I thought against a pretty intense USA midfield with Weston McKenney and Tyler Adams mm. um, but I think having Henderson in the team against Wales meant that we didn't have to go to a back four yeah I think he was, uh, back five sorry because he was offering that extra support. Yeah, and if, we, if we want to play a four, you can't. And what play Southgate has done, sorry, no, exactly, you can't. And if we, if Southgate wants to do what he's done and included such a young, a younger team again, like you know, Bellingham being a lot younger, Saka being quite young. I mean that's pretty much it in terms of the youth of the team at the moment, which is, you know, Rice isn't Rice isn't ancient, but the rest of the, the rest aren't exactly teenagers, you know. I think you need those leaders on the pitch, and Kane's gone a bit missing, so he's not really been there. So I think Henderson brought that level of leadership again. Yeah, I, I agree. I think if you if if we do want to play a four, that's the only way we're going to get around it. We're playing Henderson or Phillips, Phillips, or even Phillips. Phillips. Yeah. yeah. Um. The debate is, though, going forward into the next game, and we'll, we'll make our way through our predictions as we discuss this. Um, how do you set up for Senegal? Because Walker's obviously back now as well. So that is one of the big yeah. problems as well. We've obviously got good problems in forward areas, and now a fullback as well. What do you do there? Yeah, I think... This is going to sound really stupid and I've got no reason to like support my theory at all, but I just think you go back to the team that we started the tournament with. Um, I think you've got to go... F- the only thing is, do you include Henderson? Mm. I'm, I think I'd go 4-3-3. Yeah. And you go Pickford in goal, Walker at right back, Shaw at left back, Maguire and Stones are doing great, Rice, Bellingham, Henderson in midfield, Saka, Sterling, Kane. That's probably how I'd line up for the next game. No Rashford. Nah. Mm. I'm not convinced on Rashford, and I know it sounds silly. I think I know it was it if it wasn't Danny Ward in goal, I don't think Rashford scores two. Yeah, I'm not I gonna blame think, I don't Ward so much for the free kick. Yeah, I mean but oh, I th- I think even the one where the Kane just puts that ball into Foden as well, I think Danny Ward should be 
getting it before it gets there. A Not top just... a top class keeper comes out and claims that. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. So Allison gets to that, you know. Wayne Hennessy does get to that, in fairness. Um yeah. maybe. Um so yeah. yeah, that is tough. I think yeah, Walker probably definitely well, probably starts do you then play trivia as well? That's the, the dilemma, but definitely I might way. start trips at left back to be honest. I might yeah. Shaw hasn't been overly convincing. Although neither's Trippier. So I don't think Trippier's no. done anything incredible that makes him a must start over Shaw. It's like a battle of been who's less rubbish. Yeah, but at least Shaw's less rubbish at le- in the position he or, plays in. Or even not even less rubbish because neither of them done anything wrong. It's more yeah, like yeah, no, a, yeah. the battle of who's been less average. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd probably go with Trips. Really? Yeah, I I think I'd still I think nah, I'd start. You play short. a left back at left back, surely. Yeah, you play a left back at left back. Yeah, there's yeah, no it's... point in not playing a left back. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what he does. It's going to be questions yeah. no matter what. All right, then let's start with that prediction: England, Senegal. What are your What are your thoughts? I'm gonna go three 0 England. Three 0 England. Wow. I yeah, think it's going to attack's not going to their attack's not going to offer it. Like it might not be 3-0 but I do not see England losing this game. Their attack isn't going to pose too much threat I don't imagine. The only thing is what is going to take down to break down Mende and Koulibaly in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's going to be a tight one. I'm going to go for 1-0 England. But I I think it's going to be cagey. Really? Yeah. I, I'm not I mean, I suppose Super you would have said that Iceland and we lost them a few years back, didn't we? So yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I'm not that confident. I'm approaching with caution for this one. I don't know. I don't it's know a what. knockout foot. It's knockout football. Yeah, anything can happen. Exactly. Especially over ninety minutes. It's not 180. It's 90. So um, it will be. Will be. Next on the list, France versus. Poland, which is obviously the winner of this game, we face. Yeah, so, I'm gonna go four 0 France. Yeah, I I'm actually gonna agree with you because I cannot see the side that I watched against Argentina doing anything uh, whatsoever. I I'll, I'll go four one just to be a against different. Mbappe. Yeah. Fair. Um, Portugal versus question mark. Um, so this is whoever comes it's second. Like it's going to be. It could be anyone technically, but it, it, you'd imagine maybe uh, Serbia would be my guess. I um, would go two nil Portugal if it, Portugal. if we're presuming it's Serbia. I'm going to go Switzerland three nil. Right, so three nil Switzerland, and what was it two two nil if it's Serbia? In Switzerland lose. Yeah, and 5-0 if it's Cameroon. 5-0 if it's Cameroon. No, no, no that's disrespectful. 4-0. Yeah, Ben. By the way, we looked at that. 4-1, so... actually. 4-1. Uh, Cameroon only had score, interestingly. Um, I was looking at our Spotify rap the other day uh, for the podcast. Got some, got some followers in some oh, yeah. fantastic locations. So massive thanks to everybody that has ever... Has oh, ever... Where have we got? listened but our top five countries are obviously the uk then we've got new zealand on the list 
um, then the United States, oh. which you might expect, and then Israel and Sweden make up four and five. Oh, so shout Welcome, out to, to all the Israelis and Swedes in the in the listening. So thank you, much appreciated. I'm going to I'm going to find yeah, out. I'll take that. What is? Oh, we'll find out over time. Thanks in Swedish. Um, so I'm going to say if Serbia get through, I'm going to say they'll look at fourth. I'm going to say Serbia beat Portugal two one. So if Switzerland beat the, uh, if Switzerland finish second in the group, then I'm going to say that they beat Portugal on penalties after a one all draw, and if Cameroon. Oh. Cameroon beat Brazil tonight, although it is much changed. Um, I'm going to say 2 0 Portugal. You're really not rating Portugal, are you? Not at all, really. I feel like they'll be out at the first challenge, which may come after they play either Morocco or Spain. Who's going to be the team? I'll go 3 1 to Spain. I can see. Spain getting quite far in this tournament after from what I've seen so far. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I want to say, I feel like there could be a surprise in this one because from what we've seen from Morocco as well, but I did predict Spain to get to the final. So I'm going to have to stick to my guns and I'm going for another one nila. To Spain though. To Spain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, over to the other side of the bracket, the teams that could potentially face, well, will potentially face the final, the final, finalist from the other side um, but it will be England you would hope Netherlands versus the United States of America what are you thinking uh, I think this could be a penalty match you know me too actually Oh, I'm going to say one all at, heart, at full time but Netherlands go through on pens well I like it I'm going to say the same until penalties and then I'm going to say the opposite and oh. America win it on the penos. Nah, this geezer from Spain, uh, from Port, from, from Netherlands. This keeper who's not really ever played like a professional game in his life, yeah. or whatever the story goes, he's been pretty good, I think. Yeah, I did. Did consider him as my mm. keeper of the group stage, but um, went against mm. him. Okay, Australia facing Argentina. This could be. I, I don't know. This could be messy for Australia, but oh. then you might have said that already. I will go 2-0 to Argentina. I'm going to say 4-5-1 to Argentina. 5-1, fair enough. Are we going for, like, a rest of the tournament tree now? No, we won't. We'll, we'll do it step by step. We've made our tournament tree from, for our actual prediction. And we'll just mm. do what the re- the real life throws at us from now on. I'd also like to say I've watched the first ten minutes of this Brazil game. Yeah, and Anthony is the worst football player I've ever seen. Who is the worst? Anthony. Uh, you know the fidget spinner. Yeah. Maybe he's not the worst footballer I've ever seen, but the fact the man went for a hundred million is actually laughable. Um, well there you go Um, we'll do Brazil then Anthony 
faces Hyun Min Sun, but provided Brazil, have Brazil topped the group or pretty much? Yeah, it'd have to be like four nil to. to I'm going five nil to Brazil in that game. I'm gonna say that's not. I'm gonna go for the biggest thing I've ever gone for six nil to Brazil. Six nil to Brazil. I'm gonna say two two nil Brazil. Nah, six nil. I'm gonna say two one. Neymar to be back hopefully. Yeah. Who? Which means uh, Then, last but by no means least, the kind of, I don't know, yeah, it's kind of unexpected, I guess. Japan, Croatia. Oh, this could be a good game, you know. Could be a good game. But I feel like Croatia will. Japan are very good on the counter attack, but I think Croatia don't really play into their hands that much in that respect. Mm. So I'm going to say a 2 0 Croatia win. I'll say 2-1, Croatia win. All right. And that... Surely by like this logic, though, the only one that we actually predicted that's actually happening is Netherlands versus USA and England versus Senegal. Uh, what do you mean? As in what we... Back in our actual prediction? Yeah. I didn't predict Netherlands-USA. I didn't have USA getting out of the group. I think I did, but you've told everyone that I put Iran twice. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, definitely didn't have Japan or Korea hmm. or Poland or Australia uh, or, or Morocco or, or Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> right. so, or Korea. Yeah, it's also sort of got a bit wrong from that. <laughs> but I hope you've enjoyed it. I feel like this podcast started really well. Then we started having technical difficulties. I hope it finished as well as it started. The content, yes. The quality, maybe not. But you know, we're here for a, we're here for a short time, not a long time. No, we're here for a good time, time, not a long time. That's the one. Uh, we're here for a short time, not a long time. <laughs> that is one of the best quotes that you've come out with. Man, to be honest, mm, Suarez did not score in a mirror maze in Qatar. He was oh, not scoring any goals. I've enjoyed today watching Suarez cry on the bench. What a treat for the eyes. The best part of the whole thing, though, is how Denmark have done so well and how they're definitely going through to win the World Cup. What I would say with Denmark is that I might have got that wrong. Where did you produce, think they were going to finish again, the World Cup final? I thought they were going to win it, but let me you just... thought they were going to win it, that's right, but where... Oh, they actually didn't get out of the group. Let me just... I mean, they have just beaten France twice in the Nations League. And got to the semi-finals in the Euros. It wasn't ridiculous what I said, and it, it was absolutely horrific. I mean, it's, it has turned out that way. That's true. No, it was horrific when you said it. It's horrific now, and you just look like somebody's dropped an egg on your head. Yeah, I mean, it's not gone well. And it's not- <laughs> Add that to the the Qatar shirt fiasco. Oh yeah, I'm not having a good World Cup as it stands. Was there nobody else that you that could have you could have had to be bought a shirt for? What do you mean? Like I know because Cameroon drew, didn't they? Yeah, it was only Canada who I also had, but it would have been slightly more pleasant to have to wear a Canada kit than a Qatar. I, I said I'd rather you bought a Qatar uh, a Canada shirt than a Qatar shirt. 
Well, you know, next time you see me at six aside, I'll be rocking the Qatari national team. You cannot do that. Why not? I might as well wear it. I would wear it for a photo and then burn it, probably. Nah, I'm going to wear it six aside once. <laughs> Got to give it a run. Just because yeah, I'm wearing it doesn't mean that I, I'm, I'm supporting the Qatari beliefs or, or laws. Yeah, good. That's just, good. To make that, just to put that out there, in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> that is a good thing to state, yeah. Maybe, yeah. When, maybe when you do your quotes for Instagram, that's when you should be quoting. Yeah, um, yeah. And on that note, go follow our Instagram. Yeah, at the Corridor Pod. But yeah, I just, I'm spending £45 on this kit, so. As your view check, well, yours has got to have changed. Who do you think is winning the World Cup now? Um, I don't know anymore. Spain. Ooh, I like that. I'm going to go Brazil. Is that what you said in the first place? You said Argentina. I said Argentina, but now I've gone for Brazil. Okay. Well, there you go. Let us know how you found this podcast. Uh, I did a live stream over on YouTube, which is still available to watch. It was a watch along, in fact, of Denmark being knocked out. So I wasn't in the greatest mood after that. Um, over at Friday Night Counterattack. So make sure you check that out. Um, <laughs> maybe something we can do in the future because it was quite easy to, to do. So maybe if you want to watch along from myself and Ben, it might, might happen next year, maybe. Yeah, get me in it. I'll come and spread some knowledge. So, yeah. See you all next week. I'm sure we'll be, we'll be back before, well, hopefully, England will still be on the tournament and we will be able to do another uh, number on the It's Coming Home scale. Mm. Um, but we'll see. Time will tell. See you later. See you in a bit. <laughs>